Can you hear one. me now? Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I can hear you. Uh, I can hear you. Can you yeah. hear me? Uh, I can hear you. Just 99 cents a minute. 99 cents a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Got some music, please. Ah, uh, I need another blue thing. Bluetooth. Those blue things what? that he hides. He hides all the blue things because people here. steal them. No, no, no. You need it for your phone, no, dude. Yes, uh-uh. you do. No, I know. You know? Nope. Sure. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Right. Heart overture. Come on. Tell me you're unemployed. You come in, I have no energy. <laughs> you think I would, but I just been like a, no energy. Binge watching. <laughs> binge watching shows. Oh, binge watching, binge yeah. listening, binging on food. It's it's that time. I'm with the show. Sorry, we're late. We were we were chewing the fat. Hey, uh, how's how's your what? how's your hole? What? Family. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you very what much, everybody. Thank you. Nothing. What is happening? <laughs> How's your whole family? Oh, my God. What? what? Who, who, huh? Why? Why not? I don't like it. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> oh, I don't, ew, I don't like that answer. Oh, I'm with the show. This is it. Welcome to Real Town. I'm your, uh, I'm your uh, honorary and uh, self-appointed mayor? mayor of Real Town. And this, of course, I'm John. And this, of course, I'm the hostess with the mostest. Oh, from coast to coastest. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Frisco. Oh, Frisco. Rick Taylor is gone. Yeah, you know what's funny? I didn't know he was alive. <laughs> I really thought he. Didn't was you see the confetti passed. storm? <laughs> I thought he had already passed. I'm no. so, I mean, I'm, I apologize, but I really like. I mean, legit. Taylor, excuse me. I actually like was like, wait a second, didn't he already no, pass ma'am. away? He he was still. Uh, was it Rip Torn? Rip Taylor. No, no, no. I said, did Rip Torn die? I, then I don't know. Is he alive? Couldn't tell you. I get my rips mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, R.I.P. to R.I.P. Rip Torn died a couple months ago. Oh, I thought it was Rip Taylor. No, Rip Taylor just died. No, I know, but I thought Hello, Rip Frisco. Taylor. I thought Rip Torn just died. <laughs> oh, you thought Rip Torn just died? I got mixed. I thought Rip Torn was already dead. I got both Rips mixed. Now we know. I'm Rip getting my Torn. Rips mixed. I gotta look because I, I that I got, tears I it rips. because Rip Torn <laughs> get it. Rip Taylor is uh, it has been going. I know for Rip a Taylor while. died like a couple days ago. He didn't. But didn't Rip oh, Torn oh, die like a, he did the dollar ninety eight beauty show? Yeah, on NBC. It was the hokiest, funniest damn thing ever. <laughs> I thought you did Hollywood like Squares. Show, right? Yeah, I was just gonna say, get out of my head. It's like the like the damn Gong Show. I think it was. Rip a Torn chuck- died. Yes. Okay, so Rip Torn died July 9th, two thousand nineteen. Yes, he died, and then Rip Taylor died a couple of days right. ago. Right. See, this is why I thought. See, I'm not being a coldless bitch. Cold bitch. <laughs> Wait, no I'm one. not being a, 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 a because <laughs> when they said Rip Taylor died, I said he's already dead. What is wrong with these people? Why are they acting like I I know he already died. Rip Torn died a few months ago. I thought when they said Rip Taylor died, they were talking about Rip Torn, who had already died. Therefore, I was like, he's dead. But no, it's Rip Taylor who died. So the two rips died. They let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> Ripped from the headlines. <laughs> A very special NBC Nightly I know, news. it's sad. <laughs> but Rip Torn, yeah, Rip Torn died July 9th, 2019. Which was only three months ago. That's correct. That was only three months ago. That's and James then Rip Taylor, Taylor 
He died two days ago, three days, two days ago. I think two days ago, was yeah. Was it two days ago? Taylor Ham. Rip Taylor died. So Andy three Taylor. months ago, Rip Torn died. Yeah. And you know, we're not talking about the name John or Bob. I mean, this is like a, a name. And Rip Taylor died two days ago. So Rip Torn died two months ago. Rip Taylor died two days ago. Can we say so that one more time? That's two rips. And so therefore, Rip. therefore, it's okay to mix them up because it's a, who, how many people named Rip in Hollywood? Two. And they're both dead. Well, R.I.P. to both R.I.P.s. <laughs> <coughs> and to me, if I'm not careful. <coughs> Water. Uh, no. Uh, anyway. So it's not its not foolish for me to have thought he was already dead. That's not even, it's a true fact. I mean, how can you not think that was the same? And now we know. Rip, Rip Torn died two months ago. Rip Taylor <laughs> died we do this two days ago. One more time. Rip Torn was the actor, he was in Dodgeball. Uh, if you remember dodgeball yes, yeah. a lot of stuff before that but that's what I remember him for and then Rip Taylor was the guy like on Hollywood Squares and stuff and the, the Dollar 98 beauty show whatever that was that was that funny was, back in the 70s exactly when you were 14 okay yeah I, I probably was actually well yeah <laughs> I was in diapers so <laughs> no you weren't I yeah. was 14 you were not in diapers I, maybe I was in diapers at two or three. You don't know. Maybe I didn't, they didn't have pull-ups back then, you know. I'm a big kid so, now. So it was diapers until you were about six, until you were in school. Okay? So there were no pull-ups. Not with me, baby. It no, was diapers. No, no. And let's put this out there. It was cloth diapers in the 70s. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like that. And in the 60s, and, I remember and, the diaper pail in the bathroom when I was a little boy. Yeah, After yeah, about three yeah, years old, disgusting. that kind of went away. Disgusting. <laughs> Goodbye. So this is what I'm talking about. So, so, so exactly. <laughs> exactly. So when you were 18 in the se- 71. <laughs> my little curmudgeon friend. I <laughs> my lawn. <laughs> Shut up. Listen, his quiet. His body may be in his 50s, Listen but his brain me. is in his 80s. Be quiet. Ed Sullivan's on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Who? I, what do you mean who? I remember Ed Sullivan. Hey, quiet. I don't remember the Ed Sullivan. It's time for laughing. Knock no, it off. I don't remember that either. What? No. Ed Sullivan, I knew because of you know who Ed Sullivan is. You just you just know who it is. It's not like, you know, but watching the Ed Sullivan, I never watched the show. Of course. I, the, the guy with the plates in there right here. Never that crazy mouth. Never here. saw it. Yeah. All I saw was like the Beatles. Because everybody's seen that footage. Well, they, they played that clip. That was their first times. American gig was the Ed Sullivan show. That was great because the... the, the really big shoe. He, he, and Bugs Bunny. I remember him on Bugs Bunny. And and the Flintstones. He was Ed Sully Stone. Ed Sully Stone. Right. So that I remember. <laughs> I remember animated Ed Sullivan. Yeah, I, re- I remember because he the, the, uh, the longer the name of the act, the weirder it was. Like, and so you know, coming up after the break, it's uh, Bobo, the dancing bear who's going to juggle chainsaws and string trimmers while reading a bedtime story. I remember Arsenio Hall. See, that's kind of where whoa, I'm at. Whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm in the... I'm that's in like the, the early 90s. Uh, late 80s. Early that's 90s. Like, that's like 1990. Yeah. Let's just no, put it right there. No, it started in 80, 88. 89. So again, about 1990. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you split the difference. That's what I remember. As far as oh, like, man. like, okay, so I'll ah. tell you. The oldest talk show I can remember and actually seeing it visually yeah. is... Johnny uh, Carson. Oh, Johnny Carson. Yeah, of course. Mark Griffin. Mike Douglas. Mike Douglas. Ha! That I remember. Mom used to watch Mike Douglas every afternoon. When was Mike Douglas? Um, 60s and 70s. 
up, up maybe, maybe to the very, think, very early 80s. Yes. Yeah. See? Maybe. That's what I'm talking about. Let's see Mike Douglas. Joe it's, Franklin. Hello, everybody. Who's that? This is Joe Franklin. Who's that? 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 Who's Institution. Okay. I'm, I, I, well, I didn't grow up here, so how would I know? I wouldn't know that. Oh, uh, yeah. We're yeah. talking to the masses. We're not talking just to New Jersey, New Yorkers. But on, okay? the, on the cable, you could get them everywhere. On the, not on my cable. I'm clearly not. But Mike Douglas, I you got. Can find him on, you can now find him probably on Mike Douglas show. the Google. I'm looking for Mike Douglas because I want to see you in the show. I think he's on the Facebook, too. <laughs> <laughs> You kids with the social media, you got Facebook. the you got the my face and the space book and all this business. Yes, thank you, Larry. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny about that? So Jim? Mike Douglas. What's that? No, I was saying that that's funny because when I talk to some of the old rockers from like the the Capris and stuff, right? They talk just like that. Yeah, well, they do. They're well, in their seventies and eighties, and they're like. Oh, you got all that stuff now, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, that's that, that was that was one of my bosses from uh, Northeastern PA, an old cold cracker by the name of Larry Serafin, you know. And this is like ten years ago, and Larry was probably in his late fifties, early sixties back then. And ten years ago, you, you still had MySpace, you know, and Facebook. MySpace was starting to fade, but you still had it out there. And, uh, you know, he'd come out to the sales office where, you know, it's like late in the afternoon, we're getting ready to go, and we're, we're checking our social media. You young guys with the, with the, with the my face and the space book. And he was serious. He goes, I just don't get it. I don't know what that's, what that's all about. I can't get into it. And the wife wants me to have an account. I say bullshit. So, okay. See, Mike Douglas. Yeah. Had an appearance of Tiger Woods when he was two years old. El Tigre. That makes sense. Eldrick Tiger Woods. That makes sense. Because Mike Douglas was in, it was in color. It wasn't in black and white. Of course white. it was. Well, it was black and white in our house. Not, it was, why, did you have a black and white television? That's exactly right. Oh. Didn't have a color TV till 1983. What? Didn't have a color TV till 1983. a color TV till 83? And even then it was Ew. in mother and dad's bedroom. I had a color TV in like when I was a kid. No. Because I remember the Muppets were in color. The Sesame Street was in color. Don't you remember? Uh, well, that, I, I heard of it being in color. I didn't actually see it because, you know, we got this. We got the zenith what downstairs. It's perfectly good. Well, Dad, it's not color. You know, and even Mother. Well, why don't you invite the boys over? You can watch the football game. Not going to happen. Well, I don't understand why. Because the TV is not color. You know what I remember? The first VCR. That I remember. Rob DeLeo. My my good buddy had one. His father, his mother and dad bought a uh, a, a top-loading VCR. This would have been about somewhere in circa 1979 to 81 in there. And it was like $1,500 versus the last one I got, you know, maybe 15, 15 years ago, was like fifty nine ninety five. Here, get it out of here. And just so you know, Mike Douglas ended in 82. That was the last Early time. 80s, like so, I said. Mostly, so that's why I remember yeah. it. But don't don't ask me about stuff that's like in, like... Joe Franklin. I don't know who that is. Dun, 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 I, that's and, and, that's and who I remember. And Johnny be, Carson I remember, of course. Oh, of course. 
I remember, actually what's weird is I remember being on spring break in Fort Lauderdale and seeing Joan Rivers fill in for, oh, oh. she filled in for Johnny Carson. I don't she know was, why that was in my She head, was though. the heir apparent until there was a falling out and then she, oh, well, I know what it was. They did a documentary about she that had, one. Well, she, 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 Fox approached her when Fox was brand new about doing uh, a competitive right. show. And she's like, oh, why wouldn't I do that? So she went and did that. Right, and that pissed and Johnny Carson off. Carson was none too pleased. He was not he happy. Was most upset. Well, so they had that little HBO show about uh, Jay Leno versus Letterman. And uh, in that documentary, they did talk about what happened with Joe Rivers as well. So that was yeah. part of that documentary. Of there was a lot of drama surrounding Johnny Carson and, and, and the hosts that he would select. And then his after he had retired, who was going to take his place? And it was quite there's quite a war. I mean, it was like a, it was like a network war. Well, yeah. And uh, they had like shows about it and everything like well, that. Well, that's why Dave went to, ultimately to CBS so because he would Dave, Dave was the heir he was apparent. Get it. Well, he was he the heir he was, apparent. Right, right. He had he had the show after Carson would go on at eleven thirty five, and in the old days, in the old days when I was a kid and my grandmother and I would watch. Carson would start at, after the eleven o'clock news and right. go till one in the morning. He had a oh, ninety. No. Oh yeah, oh. he had a ninety-minute show, and then somewhere along the way, I don't know when. I'm going to say maybe mid late seventies, early early eighties, if that late. They backed it down to an hour, and I think I was uh, either a junior or senior in high school when that when Letterman late night. Late right. night with, with David, David Letterman. Letterman. Okay. Came and, after Johnny right. Carson. Right, Paul Shea. That's great, Dave. Yeah, great. Right. Um, and it was after The Tonight Show. Right. And it was a perfect lead-in. Right. Because Dave was the young younger guy at the time, and Carson was the, the gold standard. Yeah, so together they were reaching pretty much everybody. They just Their killed demographics it. were and like, it was like 18 to 34 and 25 to 54. Of it was course. like those two were combined. And... Dave was the heir apparent. He yeah. was the heir apparent. I mean, it was all over the media, all over the, the, the stuff, all over the, the trades, and then he wasn't. And then shortly after, yeah. when he uh, he went over to CBS, he was Started like, hey, you're a little bent out of shape. He goes, I'm a little bent out of shape. Yeah, they, Why don't you come over here? What do you want me to do over here? We want you to do uh, a nice 11.30 show over here. Granted, Johnny's retired, and you can't stick it to him, but you can stick it up Leno's ass. Well, they like. they had they had everybody had reconciled by the end of it. I mean, that right? Was they really, did, uh, and I think uh, David had and Johnny Carson had reconciled. They did, um, they did. So you know, but it, that that whole what was it called? Late night war? No, there was like an actual movie about it. Uh, I'll look that up. I can look up everything. The Mike Douglas show, man. Mother used to. She he he was on like at four o'clock in the afternoon on I think on like channel two out of New York City, you know the um, late afternoon. Not it was late shift. Is that what it was called? Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm no, thinking late, out loud. Late show with David Letterman. No, I'm saying the the movie that oh, was about oh, it. I think it was called know. Late Shift. I think, but I'll I'll find out in a second. Night shift with Michael Keaton. <laughs> no, what an actor. Leno versus <laughs> Letterman, and then. And in, then it was, uh, and then didn't Conan fought with Jay Leno too? Yeah, because he did. Conan was was supposed to take over Jay Leno's spot and ended up going to Jimmy Fallon. Right. Well, don't forget Leno retired twice. That's right. The first time it was going to go to Conan, and it did for like five minutes, and then like, yeah, remember we told you we we're going to give you that position? Sound familiar? Yeah. And we're gonna. 
Take it away from you, yeah. Adam. Oh, I'm sorry, um, Conan. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what they thought. They thought Conan was going to do it. Like, well, because he was on it for like a week or two. And yep. then he's like, yeah, 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 The late shift. It was called the late shift. I got I remembered. It was called the late shift. Oh, my. The movie. The movie was called the late shift. It was the movie. Gonna be some came out in 1996. And it was about, it was about the battle for that, for Johnny Carson's seat. stars. No. What? Noah. Oh, Ivan Reitman was yes. one of the producers. Oh. That's interesting. Really? Yeah. You know who Ivan Reitman is. He also Mr. did Ghostbusters. Mr. Mrs. Reitman's little boy. He also did Ghostbusters. Yes, he did. It was a very good movie. <laughs> I feel like that kind of thing. I love Ghostbusters. What? You didn't like Ghostbusters? I thought it was okay. So I was fine. OMG! I saw it, and then I can now say, okay, I've seen it. Didn't see it in the movies. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Ghostbusters is like a classic. Oh, of course it is. But, you know, it wasn't necessarily my... my uh, I have to go see that. I, I got to chime in here, John. I, I, oh, I'm here just, we go. I know, but Tracy, this is not a curmudgeon speaking. You know that. I, that we I know of. love Ghostbusters, mm. but I saw it, and it was done. I mean, yeah. you know, I moved on to Stripes and other movies. With Bill Murray, and Stripes I, came out before Ghostbusters. Well, whatever. But... Yeah. <laughs> Let me guess. When, when you see Ghostbusters on TV, you're like, okay, keep flipping. You see Stripes I, or Caddyshack, yeah, I gotta yeah, watch that. See, yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm telling you, because you guys are old. I'm telling you. <laughs> because when I see, well, Stripes, I won't say that about Stripes, but when I see Caddyshack, I always keep flipping. Well, why? Always. Because I don't, I think I think Ghostbusters, I like it more. Ah, okay. See, it's subjective. It's because, well, because I'm younger. <laughs> In, in my brain. Yeah, we'll go with that. My brain. I'm not talking about the number, the age number. I'm talking about my brain. My brain it, functions at a younger age than the two of you. But the Ghostbusters, to me, was <laughs> it was a great thing, mm-hmm. but it was done over with. I didn't... Well, yeah. Why I, do you think, when I went to Comic-Con this last weekend, Ghostbusters was one of the, the biggest displays? Oh, yeah. There, because a lot of people... See, I have no idea Star why they would still be so popular. I saw Star They're Wars. Very, I saw all very, the other Star Wars yep. things, but I'm not a so Star fair. Wars, like a Trekkie. I mean, I like it, but I'm not, you know. Yeah, you don't have, yeah. It's 35 years ago with the damn Ghostbusters. Sure. Enough already. No, they, they're still, you just saw the huge State Puff thing they had, and the Mr. Slime was there. Oh, the yeah. State Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah, they were all there. And the last time they had the con, they, they, that guy, the black guy, was there, Ernie Hudson. Oh, what's a con? Ernie Hudson. Was at the, at the, at the, uh, you know, I know. the, the Parsippany. But you know what? The line was so long, I said, I'm sorry, Ernie, I can't see you now. I went to see somebody else. Oh, when you went to the... I went to uh, see Lyle Wagner. <laughs> yeah, that's Wonder Woman's name. Uh, I'm so glad. No, it was Cal Burnett. Cal Burnett oh, show. oh, that's right. I, see? Again, I don't remember him on Cal Burnett. I, I, I remember him I on Wonder Woman. I get it. Wonder Woman! My, head, my, my huh. head is of When did Cal Burnett show stop? When did that... When Wonder Woman it? and Cal... Well, when was he on Cal Burnett? I don't know. He, no, 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 that's not my question. My, my question is like, Mike Douglas was 82. He just started in the 80s after... Uh, Cal Burnett? Cal Burnett's old. And, no, Cal Burnett show, Gino. That, that, that was from about uh, the early 70s, maybe late, late, late Here 60s. Here we go. Hold yeah. on, kids. To, I don't know Here, when It's coming it. right now. Give me a second. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. We've had this Carol Burnett show. Here it is. Comedian, actress, Carol Burnett, blah, 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 blah. Blah, no, blah. Started in 1967, Thank ended you. in 1978. Okay. Not, it's just, yeah. Not, yeah, well, like 10 years. So 67 to 78. Okay, and why, you want me to look up Wonder Woman now? 
Wonder Woman. Oh, this just in to I Miss in Washington. Phnom Penh. Saigon. Wonder Woman. Details in a half an hour. I love Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? Uh, my best First friend. of all, I just watched a documentary about Ghostbusters on Reels, best channel ever, and <laughs> that show, that that movie is still as popular now as it was then. Just letting you know. I, I understand. Anyway, I get so it. Wonder I just, Woman. I've seen it and uh, moving on. Wonder Woman was seventy five to seventy nine. It was oh, short lived. So he, I guess he was on both. But I watched Wonder Woman. I didn't watch Carol Burnett. Is that bad? I mean, I kind of. I shouldn't say I didn't because I do remember. Uh, Tim Conway. Tim Conway, he just passed recently. I kind of remember them. Harvey and I Corman. remember certain, I remember the one with the curtains gone with the wind. I right. remember that one. Well, everybody remembers that. That's but iconic. I don't remember, I don't remember others. I don't know. I think, I think I, something happened. I missed that's where the mo- That's life. where the, and I can't stand this program, that's where the mama's family Oh, I hated that show. Comes from. Well, I hated that. I knew that. I hated Vicky that show. Vicky Lawrence did that bit on yes. Carol Burnett. Yes. And spun it into a show. Yeah, because then they had the guy who played the husband. Ken and, Berry. And the, yeah, that whole. Who was uh, Captain Parker yeah, or an F troop. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember the whole thing. No, I didn't like that show. The show wasn't funny to me. It was yeah. on for a long time, yeah, though. It was way too long. And I, and, and <laughs> it would be in reruns like in the, in the uh, mid, late 80s. I think it is. Well, yeah, it is. It's on me TV, and yeah. I don't watch it. Yeah. But it would be in like reruns on like you know the local affiliate, the local station. And I was living out in Northeast Pennsylvania. I go to people's homes who I knew, and they're like, "Hang on, we're, we're watching Mama's Family." I said, "I'm just going to run around the block for a while. I'm not watching this shit. You got, I got to go." See, know. I think I think my my taste is so weird because my main main television movies is literally eighties. 90s like that's my main 70s is very random for me very random maybe i was in a closet for well what a years. difference a half a decade makes because we're a half a decade apart okay so let's just say in 1978 okay yeah you were what nine years old Shh. don't say that on the air why not you said how old you were the other week maybe you did oh yeah okay go ahead yeah. <laughs> well 1978 okay you know like in the summer of 78 I was this close from being 14. Yeah, but see, but the crazy thing is, it's not that far apart, but it, I feel like it's far apart because the way you you talk and the things you like seem to be 10 years difference. But it's not really 10 years. It really isn't. No. It's, you know, yeah, I watched, I watched but you did. the Rockford Files. Yeah, I watched, I you know, Cannon with William Conrad. But, you know, but Mannix, Max was another one on the show. That. But here's the thing: you said also that your the parents cloud. were older, so your parents watched older things. My mom was a, like a teen mom, so right. that's the difference. So probably what I watched was what you know the younger. Was on in the house. Yeah. You watched what was on in the yeah. house. Yeah. Maybe. And you just went with it, you know. Maybe. I mean, and, and but now there was also, and you've seen this maybe on on the Facebook. You know, the weekend started with, you know, Overture Time. Yes, and it's Super Friends. Right. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. I love that. I loved Super Lou, Friends. Come on, Lou. And Wonder Twin Powers. Okay, that was later. Oh, uh, no, I love that. Wonder Twins. Yeah, it was later. Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman. Remember him? Yes, I do. Cavey. Was that later, too? A little bit, but it was like the, the early part of later. Wonder Twins. And then it ended, weekends ended with. The Wonderful World of Disney on NBC. Yes, Wonderful World of Disney. When that was over, man, it was shower time and hit the rack. Hit the what? Bedtime. Oh. No, night? 
Oh, no, that was a night for me. Yes, it was. It was Saturday mornings. No, no, no. Wonderful World of Disney was on Sunday night. Oh. No, but Super Friends was Saturday morning. Of course it was. Oh, Meanwhile, okay. back at the Hall of Justice League. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. And then Wonder Woman, she had an invisible jet. Yes, she did. And she flew around in it all the time. And Aquaman was there. He used to be in the water. <laughs> I remember Aquaman. Thus the Aqua and, Man. And I remember, I remember the Wonder Twins. And they had a monkey named Gleek. <laughs> I remember this. They go, Wonder Twin powers activate shape of an elephant, form of water. And then the elephant would put the trunk in with the water and then spray it on the villains. They'd be like, ah, good job. Do you remember the Herculoids with the formless, fearless creatures, gloop and gleep? And they would expand? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah. There's Plastic Man. Remember Plastic oh, Man? Oh, yeah. Elastic, yeah, sure. Plastic Man. Elastic Plastic Man. He was like, his uniform was like red and white or red and yellow. <laughs> like those glasses. Yeah, those glasses was, like horse. Yeah, those the, glasses. From the, uh, from the bulls in the 90s. Yeah. And there was a Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. You, no, you were small. Do you you know what Sigmund? I saw? Johnny Whitaker. At Comic-Con? No. And maybe this coincides. And I don't know if, if Gene knows this because Gene was just talking about this a few weeks ago to me. And I was at Comic-Con and... I love Comic-Con. We'll go into that because, oh, my God. But you see a lot of previews so sorry, for, like, I new shows it. and new movies. Oh, shut up. And guess what they had a preview for, Gene? The new Banana Splits movie. Oh, I know. It's a scary what? one, too. What? It's, it's a scary one. Ooh. It's scary. Ooh. didn't seem scary to me. Yeah. But Banana Splits. Yeah, it's supposed to be a scary one. I don't scary. know, it doesn't seem scared to me. I don't care. Either way, then I thought I hadn't thought about the banana splits until you started talking about them. And then they showed it at Comic Con. Comic Con is amazing. Can I talk about Comic Con? It's gonna happen anyway. It is gonna happen anyway. Well, you can, if you got something to say, I don't want to. I'm just go over ahead. here. No, I got nothing. Go I don't go to those things. I don't go to those. Did you go to? You, did you go anywhere? Go ahead, Comic Con. Did you go anywhere? Nope. Are you just saying that? Right. <laughs> Because <laughs> so it'll be, well, yeah, I did those. Great, lots of comic and I've got this guy, and I got a kiss from that guy, insane. and the whole cast of, of Buffy the, 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 the Quiet Buyer Slayer, whatever the hell it's called. Well, you're you know? going to talk about going to PA and going to like a, a baseball game or yeah, something. Yeah, no. Go ahead. Where'd you go? <laughs> I mean, I'm watching. I went out of my mind. Go ahead, Comic Con. Let's hear about it. Look, my You're shirt. Angel. Black Panther okay, Comic Con. See my Black Panther Comic Con shirt. Black Panther. Black Panther Comic Con. Crazy, you met the Angel. Crew. I did. How was that? A dream come true. A little little tiny girl. A dream come true. Did you need a towel? Awesome. You're okay. It's a dream come true. Well, David Boreanaz was in there because I guess he's too big for that now. Oh, I, you know, I did Bones and now I'm doing Navy Seals. So he wasn't there. That's okay. That's okay, David. You're much bigger than that, I guess. Whatever. But every single one of them was there except him, like all the others from that cast. And I was a huge, you know, Buffy Angel, that's my thing. But let me tell you something. I've met a lot of famous people in my life. Not just like at these conventions, but I'm saying in my past jobs, I've met a lot of celebrities and a lot of people. And let me tell you something. Go ahead. I was like, just like Jean said, a little girl. I was like... (laughs) I didn't even know what to do with myself. I literally walked, and I had my little angel shirt because I had an angel cast shirt that I bought that I loved. And then I walked in, and they're all sitting there, and they're all looking at me, and I literally lost my shit. I lost it. I lost it. They had to comfort me. They comforted me, these people. 
Because in my head, it's if you're meeting someone one-on-one -on -one or two, but when there's like, there was six of them in there, six, one, two, three, four, five, six. And then, so, and then I walked in, and I just looked around, I did like a scan, and I went, this is like so surreal. I can't believe this is happening right now. I can't believe this is happening. I don't, I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like, this is what I'm saying. I understand. And they all start giggling, and they're like, it's okay, it's okay. And I'm like, no, 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 this is, this is, I can't. And I'm literally looking at all of them, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's Cordelia. Oh, my God, there's, there's, there's Spike. Oh, my God, there's Wesley. And I'm, like, saying all the characters in my head. You know, there's Gunn. There's, like, you know, I'm saying all the characters. And I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. I'm, like, shaking. So then I turned around for the picture, and the girl who plays uh, Fred... Uh, and actually, she becomes another character, Deliria, later in the game. Anyway, she grabbed my arm <laughs> to comfort me, and she said, she whispered in my ear, she goes, it's going to be okay. And I was like, thank you. And then, you know, was, took the picture, and then I walked away, and I saw Cordelia, uh, and I said, well, that's not her name. Um, that's the name of her character. Um, so Charisma Carpenter is her, the name of the actress. And I went, I went, oh, my God, Charisma, I follow you on Twitter every single day. I said, I, I read your tweets all day long. She's like, oh, my God, that's great. Thank you. I was like, oh, that's great. And the minute I turned the corner and was behind the curtain, the tears fell. I just cried like a baby. And then the, the guy behind me, who, by the way, was dressed like Captain Picard. He was dressed. He had. Uh, oh, jeez. It was awesome. <laughs> he goes up to me. and He goes, oh, my God, are you okay? And I was like, yes, I'm okay. I'm fine. Everything's fine. And then I go up to get my picture, and they're looking at me, and I'm like, I can't believe I cried. I really did. And I met uh, so many people, all the Walking Dead cast, I never cried. I don't know what it was. I think I was overwhelmed because I felt like I was actually in the show at that moment. Like, I felt like I was a character on a – it was crazy. It, it was crazy. And so my other big highlight – that was a huge, huge highlight. But my other big highlight was – so there's a show called Riverdale, and it's loosely based on the comic book. The Riverdale. Archie Comics, yeah. But it's, it's very modern, and it's very, very popular with tweens. Very popular with tweens. And it's modern because it's updated, so it's more like if, if Archie was today, right. what would it be like? Right. But none of, you know, the kids, you know, there's the kids cast, but then there's the parents. And for those you don't know, in Riverdale, Luke Perry was paid one of the fathers and from Beverly Hills 90210, and he right. passed away. And... Um, <clears throat> They had the cast of Riverdale, but only the parents. And they talked about Luke Perry, and they showed him up on the screen. It was very sad, actually. They talked about when he died, and they actually did an episode, and he passed away on the episode, his character. They, oh, my. They killed him off on the character. And yeah. then they did a funeral on set to go with, like, but he really died, which is, so they talked about that. So I'm standing there. Now, I don't watch Riverdale. I've watched it maybe once, but it's very tweeny, very right. tweeny. But... But I knew Luke Perry was on it, and Mark Consuelo, who is Kelly Ripa's uh, husband. Oh. He's on it, too. And Skeet Ulrich is on it. And I knew that. And Skeet Ulrich, you know, he was in Scream. He's, like, kind of a 90s guy. The name rings a bell. He's in, uh, he was in some The Craft. He was in, I don't know. Anyway, so I'm looking at the panel, and I'm looking at the girl on the end, this redheaded girl. I'm staring at her. I'm like, that's fucked. I nearly swore to was ass. Oh, my God, that's Molly Ringwald. That's freaking Molly Ringwald. I lost my shit. Again with the losing. I did. I was like, 
You, that's my whole teen years, was Molly Ringwald. She was like my life. Like Molly Ringwald, uh, 16 Candles, 16. Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Oh, Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. This is Molly Ringwald in front of me like you're in front of me. Like this close because I was right in the front. And I'm taking pictures. And I honestly didn't know it was her. I literally took a picture of Skeet Ulrich. And she was sitting in front. And I looked at the picture and I thought, is that Molly Ringwald? So I had to go on my IMDb. Yes, Molly Ringwald plays one of the, the characters on, on Riverdale. Molly I Dale. said, do they even know <laughs> that Molly Ringwald is an icon of the 80s? She is a, she is a goddess of the 80s. Molly Ringwald? I nearly lost. But you know, we couldn't meet them because it was just a panel. They just do the panel and they leave. Damn but I, I wanted to like jump on top of her and just be like, do you have any idea what you did to my life? Like Pretty in Pink changed my life. 16 Candles changed my life. Do you understand this, Molly? Yeah, they um, sex. Mo- Mo- does Molly even know what Breakfast Club did to my life? Like, do you know? It was crazy. That was insane. That was I gotta say, that was that moment. The angel thing was amazing, but the minute I realized that Molly Ringwald was sitting in front of me was like, I, I, I didn't even know what to do. It was insanity. I don't. I'm still like shocked that she, I can't even believe she was sitting in front of me. It's Molly Ringwald, for God's sakes. I understand. Like my whole every, I would watch Pretty in Pink. I get the soundtracks. I had the Sixteen Candles, the Pretty in Pink, Saint Elmo's, Saint Elmo's Fire, Oops, Breakfast Club. Oops. I had the uh, well, you know, it's all John Hughes. Hughes, John Parr. And but then and then I had the albums, and I would go home and I would listen to them and I just pretend and wished I was Molly Ringwald. I wish I could be Molly Ringwald. I wanted to be her, and she was in front of me. See. Do you know? You have any idea? I I wish I could say I did, but I I, I... name a celebrity who it changed your life, inspired you. They got none. Oh shit! I don't. The, no. The, no. Sports person. Athlete. Okay, I got one. I never never mind. And and you know what? Um, oh, this was very disappointing to me. Um, growing up. Even as like an elementary school kid, like fourth, fifth, sixth grade, I wanted to be the radio guy. Ta-da, here I am. Um, but I wanted to be, you know, like, um, you know, on 77 WABC Music Radio at 6, 11, 11 after 6, uh, mostly cloudy, breezy, and cool tonight. You wanted to be Howard Stern? I wanted, no, I didn't want to oh. be Howard Stern. Oh. Did not. Oh. I wanted to be like, you know, Harry Harrison, like Ron Lundy, Ooh. like uh, Dan Ingram, like, you know, oh. Chuck, all the guys on WABC. I wanted to be like... Don freaking Imus. Oh, I know Don Imus. Because Imus, uh, Don Imus there on the uh, hideous program on 66WNBC, he had the voice when he had both of his lungs, by the way. Oh. Um, well, he was a smoker. What do you want? I know. You know, you play with, play with smoke, you're going to get burnt, so to speak. Um, There's a couple of people at uh, your job, you could probably see that. I'm too. just saying. Um, or just one, I mean. A couple few. Mm. Um, well, yeah, there was a, anyway. <laughs> That was last week's topic. Um, and he he was funny. Now, granted, he was drunk and coked up most of the time, but he was funny. He had that, uh, you know, boss jock voice, you know, on uh, 66 WNBC, and he had all the bits. He had all these comedic bits, and I'm like, that's, you know what, that's the stuff. So from about 1976, 1977, to um, when I went off to college in 82, he was the dude. He was the freaking dude. I wanted to get to 7-Eleven, I'm going to say about 1981, because he did a promo to where he had, it was 7-Eleven coffee, 
and he said, get down out to 7-Eleven and get my mug on the jug, because he had his face on the cup. Well, you had to be a coffee drinker, and back, there, back then I was not, so I missed out, okay? Fast forward, okay? This is now, I'm going to say, about 2000, 2001, okay? He, has gone, he had gone from being on music radio because NBC went away, and WABC has turned to talk radio, and uh, 66, uh, what was WNBC, is now sports radio, the fan. They kept him on in the mornings, but a lot of talk, a lot of topical talk, and he would have guests, and it wasn't heavily political until it started to get a little heavily political toward the end of his, his, his days. But I worked up in Scranton, Pennsylvania for the Mighty 590, WARM, part of the uh, Citadel group of stations. There were several stations in the Mighty 590, the former Mighty 590 from you know the 50s, 60s, and into the 70s, was a shadow of its former self. But they had the Imus in the Morning program um, on in the morning. And from time to time, he would go out <clears throat> and do his show live in the affiliates, you know, markets, in the cities of from which the affiliates emanated from. Mm -hmm. We had them all set to go in Scranton. I'm like, this is great. I'm gonna, I lived about an hour and 10 minutes away from where they were gonna have it at the Scranton Radisson, the former um, Delaware Lackawanna train station. Big giant structure was I think the head office as well, years and years ago. But now it's a hotel. It's a first class top shelf Radisson hotel. And um, he came in from New York City, I guess the night before with a, you know, do not disturb. Well, his uh, his his wife Deirdre, uh, I guess, was calling in, and the person at the front desk goes, "I'm sorry, I can't put you through." And she raised all kinds of holy hell. She couldn't get him on the cell phone. Evidently, he was either out of the room, in the bathroom, or something. So she called the front desk. They wouldn't put her through because, again, do not disturb. I don't want to hear from anybody, please and thank you. He turned into a bit of a jerk off. Okay, but I still wanted to see him because he was the guy. I wanted to be him. Circa 1981. That's the guy I wanted to I wanted to emulate to whatever degree. So there it was. <clears throat> the show was going to begin at six. I was going to get there at about 5:30 at the Scranton Rest, and they had the big ballroom all emptied and just rows and rows of chairs, and the big dais up front with quote, literally his chair in the middle. And I get there, and you know everybody's like, and there's no Imus. I turn on the Mighty 590, and there he is. I was in the morning program here. I was supposed to be in Trenton. And doesn't he put, because his wife couldn't get through. So she calls the cell phone again, gets him, and says, they wouldn't put me through. He rips the staff of the hotel, a new one, says, I'm out of here. At like zero dark 30, he couldn't get a load of this. This is the prima donna this jerk-off has turned into, mm -hmm. okay? Scranton, turned into. Well, maybe he was all the time. I didn't know it, but yeah. he certainly was at this point, okay? Mm -hmm. From New York City to Scranton, about, I'm going to say, a two-hour jump, okay? Mm -hmm. He calls his limo guy and says, come over here and get me. Meanwhile, the scranton Wilkesbury Airport is literally six minutes away. He could have jumped a little flight to New York, gotten gotten back. No, he had his limo driver come and get him, okay? Packed up, packed up all of his stuff, and off he went, in time to do the show live from the studios in New York, and proceeded to do nothing but put the bad mouth on the hotel people, on our program director, on the radio station, on the city, on everything that had to do with it. And I'm like, you know what? You just totally freaking ruined it for me. But I wanted to be that guy. 
I wanted to be I wanted to be I miss in the morning circa 77 to 82. I'm talking about someone who changed my life. You're talking about I miss? He did because he Did he change your life? He got me on the radio. But he just said he was a douche. This was in 2000, 2001, when I was able to get on the radio. And you were already on, right, right, right. And, 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 and the fall so you were, was, you were disappointed that he ended up being a Hugely. Kid. I was oh, crushed okay. falling, as my mother would say. Yeah. But in 1982, when I went out to school, and I, part of the reasons I went to Susquehanna University, slowly I turned. Was it because of him? No, it was because they had a real good, and they still do, have a real good communication slash radio broadcast apartment facility. That's okay? why I went to my school, too. Yeah. And, you know, when I got on... Concordia uh, the, University. The, the, which one? Concordia University. In? Montreal. Right on. Okay. Um, so when I got out to Susquehanna, the first thing I did was, you know, some people tried out for football. I went and I got my ass on the great 68 WQSU AM. Okay? And back then you had to get your FCC, which I still have in my wallet, you had to get your FCC license, uh, A, and two, you had to be approved by those who ran the FM station that has a big signal. The only one bigger in Pennsylvania is Duquesne University, by the way, just saying. Um, you had to be approved to go on the FM. I was on the AM right after Labor Day, okay, um, of 82. I was on the FM before the end of October. Oh. That's because I wanted to be the radio guy, just like Don freaking Imus was back in those days. You know, I did all kinds of, I did on the AM, I did all sorts of funny little bits because the AM was carrier current. It didn't go out over the air. The buildings had to be wired for it. Right. Okay. So it only got picked up on certain buildings. But the freshman dorms, the girls dorm and the guys dorm, and a few of the other dorms, a few of the buildings, they got it. And there was a big cookout, you know, and, and for the freshman, like, welcome week. And I was on the air when the cookout was happening, and I did, I did funny bits, and they had the radios coming out of the windows. What kind of food did you have at the cookout? Uh, hot dogs and hamburgers. You know, just, yeah, you know. Just cookout food. Cookout food. You know, and then about halfway through it, I'm like, listen, it's time for me to go. I, my, 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 my air shift begins, you know, and I, I had by that time, about a week, week and a half in, I had made enough friends. I said, listen, put the radio out, you know, so outside you could, and the window, so outside you could hear. And I'll play, give me a call. It's extension 252 on the campus phone and let me know what you want to hear. And if I got it in the thing, I'll play it for you. And we had a hell of a time. I was the guy. You were the guy. And then I'm, I was ready to meet the the guy. Yeah. And he disappointed the hell out of me because he turned into a prima donna jerk off. Hmm. Yeah. And so it goes. Hmm. But that's about it. There's really nobody who was like, well, I want to, I want to, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I need to be like that. No. I think I'm, there's I'm just certain that people that uh, affect me certain ways. But Molly Ringwald was, was definitely one of them because I just grew up that's what you she was the queen at that time well there for that's a while you couldn't you couldn't swing a dead cat without seeing her on the movies right. or the TV right and John Hughes yeah she was John Hughes muse but that's what ah. she was yeah I know <laughs> so that was uh, but Comic Con in general is, is pretty amazing but it's like super like if you are claustrophobic or you don't like crowds do not go to Comic-Con. I can tell you this right now. I love Comic-Con, but you have to really be tolerant of crowds because they it's at the Javits Center in New York City, right. but they stuff like hundreds, never hundreds, thousands, it feels like, of people into this 
this exhibition center, even though there's like four floors of stuff, there are so many people. I mean, literally people knock into you, it's worse than being on, on the streets of Manhattan. I mean, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. And it's really, I had one girl just literally pushed me out of the way. Like literally just pushed me. Like, goodbye. <laughs> I was like, bitch, no you didn't. But then I looked back, she was gone. It was like mysterious. I was like, what just happened? But they, you have to bob and weave the whole time. It's like you gotta, you gotta turn and turn, yeah. and, and it takes you a good hour to get from one end to the other. Yeah. It's really, really, really difficult. See, there was, was a time when I didn't mind because you know I'm, I'm taller than most you are. out there, okay? Mm -hmm. So I can see ahead. Like even a couple of weeks ago when we went to the Bloomsburg Fair, I don't mind that. It's very crowded, especially on a good weather day at the Bloomsburg Fair every year. But I don't mind it so much because it's just like a comfortable old shoe. I've been going to the Bloom Fair since I was like four or five years old. Okay. So that's the one. When you're comfortable because you've been there right. before. Right. You know, and, and it, it, because of familiarity, I'm like, eh, okay, I can handle a crowd. But to me anymore, the definition of a crowd is no thanks. I'm right. just. Yeah, no. you, would, you would freak. Yeah. You would freak. I mean, even I mean, though I can see above, you know, probably 90% of the people out there being damn near six foot three inches tall, just anymore, it's like, oh, no. I just, you know what? Don't you want, you know, oh, so you're a big New York Giants fan. Yes, I am. So how many how many games have you seen at Giants Stadium or MetLife Stadium? Yeah, none. What? None. I don't want to go. It's too crowded. Yeah, it's... it's I, I, can, I can, now I can fire up the nice big... You know, HD TV in uh, in the TV room in the den and at the house, or out in Bloomsburg, you know, in the living room, and it's <laughs> I can go to the bathroom when I want. I can get the food that I want when I want. Not have to pay fifteen bucks for a shot glass of beer. You know, right? A, a crowd is yeah, a no thank you. You would have freaked. Oh. I mean, it's 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 intense. It's intense, and I can say I'm used to it now, but definitely I would never, going by myself is probably the smartest thing you can do because you have to, like, Bob, weave, go here, go here, go there, put this up, down, there, this way, that way, that way, this way. And if you're with somebody else, you're like, come with me, come with me, let's go, let's go, let's go. No, 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 it doesn't no. work. It's definitely a, a solo event, um, but it was, it was worth it. It was fun. Nice. Uh, had a good time. That's the bottom um, line. You know, where, you know where I just bought a ticket for? Uh, ticket to ride? No, no. Christmas convention. Did you know there's a Christmas convention? Tell me more. I didn't know. I had no idea. It's my my friend and neighbor Melanie. She texted me like eleven o'clock last night. She said I'm about to buy a ticket for a convention. You want to go? So you know me and conventions. I'm like, what kind of convention is it? She goes, it's a Christmas convention. I go, what? Christmas convention. So I looked it up. Where are they holding it? It's going to be uh, in Edison at the... Uh, at oh, the, the Expo Center. Expo Center in yeah. Edison. Where my train show is. It's all Christmas decorations. And that's Boy. it. When When is this uh, happening? Second week of November, I think. Something like that. Just in time so you can get things and or send away for things and get them to decorate for Christmas. Normally I would not go. However. However, she asked me and I said yes. So I'm going to go to the Christmas convention. I think that would be a very interesting convention to go to. There's the Triple uh, X convention going on up there, I think, if not this Triple weekend. Triple X, like porn? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's in Vegas. It's at the There's that porn one in New Jersey? Oh, yeah. Shut up. Nope. And how would you know that, sir? Doesn't matter. I just know what how, I know. How would you if, know that, you sir? You know what I mean? I, I, I would think that I would know because I know about all the conventions 
including the I triple don't X think one. you do. Well, you know, I know about the Vegas one because that one's pretty popular. But there's a there's a triple X one in New Jersey and yep. Edison. Yep. Ooh, you want to go? In the immortal words of O.J. Simpson, I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. I don't know. My curiosity would just make me go, just because. I mean, do they is it just do they just sit around at tables and talk about porn? Is like, or do they can't have like tell you, a I've not been to the been to one, but they're oh my they're, god, uh, supposedly, uh, and I don't know this to be sure, That's but supposedly crazy. Stormy Daniels may be part of the. Uh, I don't care about her. She's, I don't either. But I'm I mean, and, and it has nothing but, to do with Trump. It just has to do with the fact that I didn't think she was anything well, exciting for one thing, prior I, to that. I, I didn't, I didn't either. I mean, there were, I mean, I'm talking like the the porn porn stars, like old school porn. I don't know new porn. Vanessa Del Rio. I don't know. See, you know what my porn is? My porn is, now, you know my very first, I told you my first job. I sure said it on the air before. Right. The video store. video store. And, and I became, uh, I ordered did all the ordering. And I had to order all the porn. And I had to do this. I was still like a virgin. Or, you know, I didn't even really have. But when I was ordering, it was like Ginger Lynn and Amber yeah. Lynn. Oh, yeah. Who weren't really sisters, by the way. No, but the, uh, Amber was, I thought Amber Lynn was beautiful. Ginger Lynn used to date Charlie Sheen. Ginger Lynn used to have her own show on, uh, I don't think the, pro, uh, the, the the channel exists anymore, but on Sirius XM 102. She had her own show? Yeah, like like just like four or five years ago. No. I would listen all the time. I'm like, oh, Oh, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, Ginger <laughs> Lynn and, yeah. and Sika. Oh, Sika. Oh my! <laughs> wow! Yeah. Holy mind synapse! I know. Batman. There you go. And then also Tracy like, Lords, who yep. became legitimate actress, and and all her DVDs got pulled, or DVDs was VH videos, got pulled because they found out that when she was doing her pornography, she was actually under the age of eighteen, under Whoops. the age of consent, and they didn't find that until after. So any any of the porn that was shot prior to her eighteenth birthday was pulled. And I remember they actually sent me a thing in the mail. I had to pull all of them off the wow. shelves. We were allowed to keep like two of them because they were later and they were after her 18th birthday. Oh, but but that was the education for me for sex because I had no idea anything about sex um, until I worked at a video store and had to close at night and lock the doors. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch some of these. I got to order these. Are they good? And some of them were pretty effed up. And I, they have to remember the regulations and stuff back then, uh, you know, people weren't, uh, I mean, I don't know, I haven't seen porn recently, <laughs> but I can say there was some, some very choice uh, pornography that was uh, uh, questionable and, uh, and uncomfortable at times. Well, because you think about it, it was only accessible at that point. The video store. Oh, I mean, but oh. now before that, of course, it, and still there were the movie houses. Well, yeah, the movie where Pee Wee Herman got stuck. And he was at Comic Con, by the way. Funny, oh. we're talking about porno and the, the, the theater, but he was at Comic Con. Anyway, go ahead. P period we, or is it the P? I like Pee Wee Herman. But anyway, go ahead. Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens, um, correct. It was either at the theater or, and then all of a sudden, the video. The video came out. Again, back to my buddy Rob. He, just, he uh, I don't know where he got his hands on it, but his mind. His mom and dad were away. He's like, he told, he called my buddy Doug and me. He said, "Listen, you got to come over." We're like, we're like, I don't know, seventeen. You got to come over. I got, and I for, I can, I can picture it. The the guy is on the on the side of the road in, the, in a sports car. He ran out of gas, and the oh, I can picture her. The woman who was the the female star of the of the movie came comes over and says, "Oh." 
um, I guess he called like AAA or something. She comes with a can of gas with the with the the thing, you know, the siphon. And he's like, well, how am I going to get this into into the car? She goes, well, you just got to suck on the tube. Listen, you suck on the tube, and I'll suck on this, and and then uh, the way they that work. was well, there you go. That's such a classic. <laughs> First of all, I got to put this out there too. The thing about porn, and then I'm like, I haven't, you know, I mean, I I did watch a lot of porn when I was in my twenties because that's what you did back then. Not now, but but this I can say, I hated the stories. Hated the stories. Like I used to, I used to go like, why, why? What is the point? Like I didn't understand. Hey, what's up? Ba, 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 ba. Like the anticipation. No, no, no. Just go and do what you got to do and get it done and move on to the next couple or whatever. I it made me crazy. I'd be like, who in their right mind sits through this? Like who sits through that part? I mean, and then they like they act. Like, you know, it's like, you're auditioning for this movie. Do you think you're the right person for this movie? Well, I do. Oh, why don't you show me? Show me if you're the good... But, it would, but, but the script would be longer. It would be it's, like... It's so Dirk Diggler. Dirk, yes. Dirk Diggler and Amber Waves, you know, yeah, Jeff, Amber Jeff Waves. Rockwell. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, Roller Girl, Roller Girl. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you got like eight minutes of like, so, Joe... That's a nice pair of pants you got on, you know. Oh, like, thanks, thanks, Mary. I I just got them at yeah, the uh, the disco yeah. boutique. Oh, thanks. Uh, and then you get through the talking, you're like, finally, we're gonna get some sex sexual uh, stuff going on. You're gonna get some. Can sex, we get some fucking going some on here, please? Some sexy time. <laughs> and then it takes them like an hour to get to the sexy time. It's like like especially the girl on girl stuff. They take way too long. <laughs> you know, like you're like let's unbutton the shirt. <sighs> And I'm like, God forbid, just do it. Do it and get it over with. Who does that? I just, That was my biggest annoyance with, with pornography. And I'm telling you, I, I just don't get it. Just do all the, just do all the sexual acts and, and scratch out all the other stuff. You would, it would be better, don't you think? I, I, don't, I don't disagree. I don't there, was, there was a guy I, I saw I back in 85 for a while, 85, 86, and, uh, star? I, no, 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 beautiful. She looked like she, she actually looked like she could have been, um, uh, like, like Morgan Fairchild's daughter. I mean, she oh, was, she, Morgan Fairchild. Yeah, yeah, my, I gotta get with my girlfriend, uh, Morgan, Morgan Fairchild. Fairchild. Yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> um, but she did, she was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, to me, and it was, she had the platinum, natural, platinum blonde okay. hair. Um, but did she, the carpet match? No, go, sorry. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Flat numb. What kind of show is this? This num, is family num, num. oriented. I'm just saying. And and I came home. I forget when it was. What break? My senior year in college. And she says, "Hey, why don't you come over? Remember we got talking about this whole topic? Like you know the previous when when I was home previously or in the summer? I said, "Yeah." She goes, "Get a load of this. I got a copy of Debbie Does Dallas. Why don't you come over? Oh my God, we'll have, Debbie we'll have Does some Dallas. Laughs. That's yeah, yeah, old. yeah. Oh yeah, and." Uh, <laughs> We just sat there, and okay, yes, there were a few moments when we did not howl, but we just, about 90% of the movie, we just sat there and laughed our asses off, just howled at the whole thing, because again, like you said, very hokey. Oh, so hokey. Just horrible, horrible acting. Oh. Oh my goodness, just terrible, terrible, terrible. Is that the phone? Is it? What? Is that a porn star? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they got the whole uh, porn con going up at the thing. At the is end. that how we started talking about this? Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, you know what? There's a billboard on the way up, so on, on the turnpike. Like There's a billboard. Yeah, it's a big giant billboard. Shut up. I'm I'm not shutting up because it's, uh, I'll see it oh tonight. Oh my god! Going up the turnpike. I think there's a con the... for anything, everything. There's yeah. like a 
table con and there's like a, a plug con and a Wrath shirt con. Of, Wrath of Con. I mean, Wrath you know, of Con. Oh, they had a, a new a new movie preview, Picard, which is... Uh, what do we think? Jean-Luc Picard. Of course. Looks good to me. I all love right. all that stuff, though. I know. I'm down with all that. I'm down with all that, that the Star stuff. Star Trek. Yeah, well, I a like big that. Star Trek and fish and Oh my God, I know. You know what, Rob Winter, he would have loved to have seen Picard. He would have loved to have seen that preview, I'm telling you. But I told, yeah, I was talking about We have about matching I, heads. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> so, so fun. It was, I'm telling you, I, I do love, and, and I always say it's so crowded, I always go, I'm never going back. Never going back. And then I'm like, oh. Okay. okay. I'll go. You know, uh, being uh, not working, you start to like, find things to do and I've been just passing around doing things you know I had a wonderful interview by the way so like cross oh, your fingers I'll find out tomorrow here we go I had a really good interview did you? Um, but anyway so I have been binge watching a show and everybody talks about this show yeah, and it's mostly a younger generation because you know me I, my mind is like a 14 year old mind but it's it's so popular it's won all these awards and everybody I know talks about it. And I said, I have to start watching the show just to see. The show is? Stranger Things, it's called. And it's on Netflix. I got nothing. It, well, it's it's probably the number one show on Netflix. And it's like I said, they're they're everywhere. You see people wearing the t-shirts. I mean, it's crazy. This show is so, so popular. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a chance on this, right? Okay. Let me tell you something. If you change your mind, take a chance. Go on, I'm sorry. Yeah, although you know there's an ABBA uh, tribute band that's really, really, really good in New Jersey. What are they called? Gotta tell Maggie. <laughs> really good. Really good. And it's the ABBA and the Bee Gees, oh. both tribute band together in New Jersey. Wow. And they have video. They're freaking good. I'm gonna show you when we're Take off a the chance air. and barely alive. Yeah. Aw. I'm gonna show you when we get off the air. All right. The videos are really good. But anyway, so this show is so freaking good. How freaking good is it? OMG. This show is the new Tracy, and, and it's been around for this, it's already had three seasons, so I'm late in the game. Oh, but you... because I never had time on my hand to binge watch, I never had time. And then the problem is, I would start watching it at, at nighttime and I would fall asleep just because I was tired. I said, I have to watch it now because I'm awake and I, you know, I have the time. And oh my God, I can't do anything else but watch this show. <laughs> Do you know what I you know what I did before I came here? What did you do? I watched that freaking show and I knew I had five minutes left and I'm like, I gotta go do my radio show, but wait. I got five minutes. I have to see the end of this. And I can't wait to get home and keep watching it. Like I'm obsessed. And this was the first episode I was done. That's how good it is. It's kind of like if you took Poltergeist and E. T. and Sixteen Candles and put it together. Because it takes place in the eighties. And it's teenagers, but it's aliens and horror and it's scary. And it's like the story very well uh, written, very well acted, and many, many layers to it. And there's kid actors, adult actors. I mean, and it takes place in the 80s. So the music is all 80s music. And I'm telling you, this show kicks my ass. Like, I'm obsessed with this show. And I've only seen like four episodes. Tell me the name again. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. It's amazing. Huh. I'm a, I'm like, uh, it's my You're new hooked. thing. Well, that's gonna be my new Comic Con because next year I'm gonna be looking for Stranger Things because I am obsessed. But now I get why everybody else is obsessed with it because all my friends are like, this is the best show ever, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. I'm done. Now you've gotten to it. I'm done now. This is my new thing. But I can't watch it at night because I get too. I'm too tired at ten o'clock at night. I can't like. I gotta. 
Well, so I got to binge watch it before I start working but again. Why, but right now, where do you got to be? Well, you know, this is the thing. Like I the guy in the Flintstones. Oh, I'm unemployed, you know. Right. So I got I got a job interview, and and you know I'm very lucky because if I can get the interview, I can get the job. I'm pretty confident that way. I understand. But getting the interview, that's what's hard. That's getting them in the door. Not is like hard. it used to be. It's it's not a like it used it, to we be. live in a different world than we did back then. And I had a great interview with someone, uh, and he said to me. Uh, I like you, Tracy. I said, oh, thank you. He goes, no, I really like you. I don't think I'm going to say that to me. Okay, sir. Yeah, I said, okay. And he said, Get in line, bub. And he said, I, have, I have to interview a couple more people, but I can tell you something. He says, I want you to work here. It's a radio radio commercial for the Great Depression? Exactly right. I'm exactly like, right. I didn't know like, he did radio like, commercials. Well, it wasn't, it was, you know, done, maybe it was an HBO commercial. Oh, yeah, But probably. it was for that show. Oh, that's awesome. It was for that show. I'm like, huh, I kind of almost know that dude through you. Yeah, you, you wouldn't agree with separation. Well, you know, it's funny because I have such a history with Gary, and I Gary. love Gary dearly. But you know what's Gary. so funny? I have known Gary. 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 I met Gary almost 30 years ago. Oh. We've been friends a long time. Wow. And when Gary and I met, I was, I think, 22 years old, I think, 23, maybe. And Gary was a college student at, I think he was at BU or BC, I can't remember, I think it might have been BC, but he was, he was a CPA, setting to be a CPA. And I used to work in a Jewish deli, Oi. and a lot of celebrities used to come there. And he right. used to be uh, the owner of Legal Seafoods Hell every morning. Every day. Bob Kraft, every morning, he used to get bagels and, and locks. Right. But this was when the Patriots were horrible. This is what they suck, so it didn't matter. Oh, there's Bob Crafty owns the Patriots. Who cares? Whoop-de-doo, they suck. Whoop de do. Right. James so it was back in the day. Right. Exactly. But Gary would always come in with his friends, and I still remember this. One of his friends was his father owned FAO Schwartz in, in New York. No. Yeah. He was a Schwartz. Oh, I used to love that place. So his his son was friends with Gary. Oh. So I I was a waitress, and Gary said to me, "Oh, you know, I want you to be my waitress." Blah blah blah. He'd always request me, yeah. and he'd call me the waitress or waitress. That's why he would call me, even though he knew my name. And then he started inviting me to parties, and I met all his friends, whatever. But we had like a like a, a, a it was a friendship, but it was kind of a flirty at some point. Then it wasn't anymore. Then we were just friends. Then we weren't talking. Then they were flirty. Then weren't. And I, fifteen years ago. He was started doing shows. He told me I'm going to be. A, he quit school. Oh. Said I'm going to be a stand-up comic. All right. So he dropped out of school, dropped out of college. Yeah, I wonder how that went with his Jewish parents. And that's, <laughs> yeah, and I guess not. I, and I mean, there's so much. I mean, uh, I've been to his parents' house in Peabody, Mass. But, but here's the crazy thing: is that he left me a voicemail too, actually, 15 years ago. And for some crazy, crazy reason, I said to myself, self. self this man is going to be famous. I guarantee this man's going to be famous. And I had it in my head, so I kept his voicemails. No, I did. No. And to this day, I still have, he doesn't know that. It's not stalkerish, Gary. So don't think. <laughs> not much. Not much. Well, <laughs> but it was like in my, because in my oh, head. Oh, I've got you. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> He's married now, so. Uh-huh. And his wife's name is Sade, which is so funny to me because, you know. She's a real smooth she's operator. She's a smooth operator, Tell you, you know. Uh, but, but it's so funny to me because I forgot I had them. Or is she the sweetest taboo? That's the big that question. That too. That's, it's no ordinary love between That's them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but how crazy is that? So I still have his voicemails to me. 
Uh, but we used to text each other and everything. I mean, we were, we were good friends. But then, you know, he went on, he moved to New York, and I went my separate way, whatever. But I always followed him on social media. Always, right. always. And he, him and Dane Cook came up the same time. Um, and it was Dane Cook himself and another comedian. He's going to kill me for not remembering him because he slept with my roommate. Oh, <laughs> he did. He slept with my roommate at the time. Uh, Bob. Yikes. Robert Kelly. I think that's his name. Yo, so it was Robert yikes. Kelly, Dane Cook, and Gary. And the three of them actually came up together in Boston and were on uh, Nick's Comedy Stock, Comedy Connection. And then they did a special on HBO. 15 years ago. Wow. And, and with the three of them before they were famous. And Dane was the one who took off. Right. The other two kind of didn't. Robert Kelly's been Yet. around. Well, Robert Kelly kind of, he, he he was uh, on the show. Um, R. Kelly, he's got problems. Not now. that R. Kelly. Oh. Uh, he was on the show. Um, <laughs> what's the show with Gilligan's that comedian? Island. No. Oh. oh, God. The show was, the comedian, now he's not doing anything because he got sexual harassment charges, so that didn't work out for him. But he was oh. doing, Louis, uh, Louis C.K. Louis, new yeah. episode, Tuesday. He was in the show. Robert really? Kelly was in that show. Really? He played his friend, Bald Shot Short. Yeah. That was his friend. So. <laughs> and he got jiggy with your roommate? He did, she did. Oh, <laughs> he my, did. oh, my. So, and I remember because so Robert Kelly came over. So you're saying I've got a chance. Robert Kelly came over, Gary came over, but me and Gary didn't do anything, but Robert Kelly and her did. And uh, I don't know why I remembered that, but but Gary always remembered that that her and Robert <laughs> Kelly hooked up. You know, isn't that funny? It's so weird. Yeah. But I always had, a, and, and the funny thing is, I just I love Gary, uh, and, Gary. And, and I always loved Gary, and I always felt like he was going to go far. And then when Dane took off, I was like, why isn't Gary? What's going on with Gary? Why isn't this happening? And then he, but I'm hoping There's I'm a better praying. thing. This this whole bit could. That's what I'm deal. hoping for. And what's crazy is that if you watch it, and I hope you get to watch it, I'm going to see if I I really would love to. I'm going to find it no for joke. you. No joke. Because he talks about, he went through an incredibly, incredibly stressful uh, bout with depression and was suicidal. And I'm like, oh, I've known this guy forever. And I never saw any signs of, I mean, but then that's, that. I hate to say this, but it's almost like so many comedians are suicidal. So many of them. I mean, look what happened to Robin Williams. But so well, many of them they, are they depressed. They say I have to say that the you know, um, and I'll not nearly to the Robin Williams or Gary Gullman um, degree, but I will speak from a modicum of experience being a somewhat humorous guy. Um, it, it's not difficult. It's not difficult to get into a very a rut, unhappy, an unhappy place. Yeah, situation, yeah. an unhappy mood, and it's not more than it's not a you know snap out of it like Moonstruck. It's like you know what? It's not too long ago. That's part of his his line. Is he that says right? The, one of the jokes is like, how do you get out of depression? He goes, and back in the day, they'd say just snap, snap out, out of it. it. Yeah. Like, you know what do you got to be depressed about? You but, know that kind of stuff. You know what? And 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 to a de- to a degree, it's exactly correct. But to another degree, you know what? You don't live in here. You don't live, you don't live in here. In your, right. Okay? I live in here. Okay? I live in here. And it, not not too long ago, um, I have to say, I was I was just, the Italians call it mushat. I was mm, yeah. mushat. Yeah. And I, I couldn't get out of it. I mean, I faked it. I, you, you probably had no idea. I um, think they all, I don't think anybody knows when someone's depressed. I don't think I so. I don't get to the point of, you know, being suicidal, I'm not going to say at, at, at those at those levels that I don't think about 
what's next right. after this life, you know. But I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Well, to take your life. No. I mean, that's an no. Ultimate. No. No. You know. I get. I. I boy, it took. It, and I don't, I don't know that I'm still fully out of it, to be honest with you. Right. But uh, you know, it's just one of those things. For and I and if you if I went if I talk to you you know, outside of here, or I went to somebody who that's their specialty, I couldn't tell you why. I don't have an answer, but I tell you what, as one who, you know, I, I, I kind of fancy myself and have been told moreover, I'm not, I'm not, you know, dig me, you know, he's quick, he's witty, he's funny, he's humorous, he's, 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 you know, the, the, the wits right there. How, you know, gee, does you, I, if I heard it once, I've heard it a hundred times. Does your head? Does your mind never turn off? And yeah, sometimes, right. And sometimes it doesn't. And, right. You know what I mean? And I mean, yes, I've heard that. You know what I mean? Right. Really. Right, right, I mean, right, this right. this goes back. Okay, this freshman year of college, there was um, Firestone had a tire out at that point. Was the fire Firestone seven twenty one uh, steel belted radio because that was the <laughs> new thing back there. Yeah. Seven belts. Um, seven belts of steel. Around two, wrapped by one. The Firestone 721, okay? So, okay, so, and they ran that commercial, you know, I remember remember seeing that probably my junior and senior year of high school into freshman year of college. So, like, 80, 81, 82. One morning, okay, and classes at, at the Susquehanna were 8 o'clock classes, the first ones, okay? One morning, uh, not quite 40 minutes beforehand, um, my roommate is like, oh, man, my alarm didn't go off. Damn it. I wanted to get a shower. I wanted to go up for breakfast. John, what time is it? Looked over the digital clock, and I just said, seven around two, wrapped by one. He goes, oh, my God, does it ever turn off with you? Like laughing at the time because he knew, 721. Okay? Mm. So there's that. Right. Yes. But there's also, again, Mushad. I think, and I don't know why. I think people who are funny and have minds like that that are constantly constantly running where it's like a a wheel you you can't sleep at night you have insomnia sometimes right you're not always i'm not bad there are people who i know who are cut out of a similar bowl of cloth that they 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 don't sleep if they they get a couple hours a uh, a night they're doing good yeah okay they're doing real well i sleep okay i'll hit the rack tonight at about 11 o'clock and i'll and I'll, and I'll, and I'll, and you're, out, you're down for the count. I'm, I'm done, unless I have to get up and use the bathroom, which I may do once or twice. But other than that, TMI. even there, I go yeah. right back. No, the point being, I, I go right see. back out. Yeah. But maybe once or twice a month, I'm like, okay, I can't turn it off. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't turn it off. I think I think comedians, especially ones that are, are brilliant and, and constantly thinking like Robin Williams, <laughs> I think. Could you imagine having been in his head? And his brain. I mean, <sighs> it just, I, he probably could never turn it off. I don't think he ever could. I don't think he ever got to that point where he turned it off. And I think when people are really, really, really funny and I have an incredible sense of humor, sometimes that's that's that sense of humor develops from childhood because you're masking sadness, you're masking emptiness, you're masking depression. And in order to overcome those things, you use humor. And I think that has a lot to do with it. When you when you're a funny person, you're masking a lot of, of of sadness and depression. I think my humor developed after my mother passed away. I don't. I don't think I was particularly. Fu- I may have been funny, but I. I think that when my mother passed away, and I was 18 years old, and I was. I was on my own. I thought to myself, self. So, um, I think. I think that my mother's death changed me profoundly. As I a would person. think so. 
I really did. And I was very young, and I, I all I could think about is that my mother would not be there to watch me grow up. She would not watch me become a woman. Mm. I was on the cusp of being a woman at 18, but my mother was sick for a while, and, and you know, I think she got sick when I was about 16. And I think that in order for me to cover a lot of pain, I always would make jokes. And you know, because you worked with me for three years. Of course. And this is what got me apparently in trouble because I have a sense of humor. But a lot of the time, well, that's why I'm on. This is you know, this is the reason, right? Whatever you want to call it. This is it. what we're talking about. Yeah. It's it's we are humorous people. We make jokes because that's who we are. This is a character trait that developed through me, and I'm sure through the loss of your mother. It's it's it, you know these things contribute to you, your grandfather. This, been, this has been going on since I was. I smell weed. Preschool. Yeah. You think? <laughs> this has been going on since I've been, I don't know, four or five years old. And I think back then, hmm, yeah, <laughs> I may have to, to go in the other room afterwards. Anyway, I think, I think as a as a young kid and even growing up in through in through my tweens and teens and what, um, a, a good bit of it was that when I would do something that was considered funny, whether it was, you know, jokey or an impersonation, I was always impersonating people. My, my grandmother used to get angry with me because she thought I was mocking her, yeah. okay? I would do her laugh. I can't do it anymore because my voice is, I'm not a kid, her voice was kind of high. It was a, sure. But it was a, okay, but a lot, a lot higher and a lot louder. And I used to do that spot on. To the point to where about a year or two or three after, maybe even more, it might have been about four or five, six years after she had passed, all of my aunts and uncles and cousins were getting together at one of the cousins' house, and somebody said something that my grandmother would have said, and off in the wings, I heard it, and I did her laugh, and then just like that, quiet. Everybody was like, look, what was that? I haven't heard that in like six, seven, eight years. Yeah, you know, and my, and my, my youngest... My youngest aunt, you know, my mom's youngest sister, she, I couldn't tell if, if she was tearing up sad or if she was pissed off that I did it. But my grandma used to think I was mocking her. And I would tell her, you know, and when I was a little kid, I didn't know what mocking was. What the hell's mock? I didn't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's Ralph Mouth. Yeah. Mock, mock. Okay. I didn't know what the heck it was. Right. Finally, as I got older, and I had her around till I was 15, 15 and a half years old. So I was. You know, not a little boy anymore. I had some some sense about me. And one time, I I did something, probably the laugh, and she said, "Why you need to not mock me? That's that's not good." I'm like, Grammy, you have to understand. It's not a mocking. It's an impersonation. Okay, um, it's an imitation. And even then, I'm like, you know, the old saying, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Right. Right. Okay, I said that's what it is. I'm not mocking you. I'm not belittling you. I'm not putting you down. No. It's I, I I love you awful, and this is a way basically for me to keep a piece of you with me until you know I got far enough out of my twenties to where I don't do the high voices anymore. I can't do them. Right. I can't <clears throat> do them. Okay, um, but I was always doing that. Yeah, you know. And but then, again, humor. Yeah, and that's that's and, what and, it was. And you know what? But but to me, as a, as a younger kid, it was like, look at that. They liked that. She liked that. He liked that. 
they think that's good. It was almost like a, it was almost like a drug. Right. You know. Right. And then. As I got a little older, from when my my, my, my my grandfather, when my poppy passed away when I was 11, um, on through, I'm the guy at the funeral who's very quietly, but like, you know, cracking jokes to where, you know, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm standing right, or sitting right next to you, it's like, hey, yeah, do you think he's got short pants on and no back in his jacket? <laughs> <laughs> and then mm-hmm. you're like, okay, and I just sort of deadpan it, you know, because, because I, I don't want people to feel sad. Right. All, well, that's even, what it even is. Even at sad things. It, it's rewarding for someone to laugh at my jokes, or, or someone right. thinks I'm funny. When someone says, "Oh, you're really funny," and I make them laugh, that that makes me feel good. Hello. And and you know the fact that some people you know thought that my humor was uh, negative. Or That's something incorrect. like that. It was not, and it never was. Incorrect. But unfortunately, you have people who are just idiots, and uh, that's the way it goes. Idiotic perception is their reality. Does it smell like weed in here? A little bit. I smell weed. Yeah. That's not chicken. <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> oh, it's not. What's the seasoning on the chicken, Gene? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, curious to, I'm curious as to why people keep peeking into this room. It's got a little herb in it. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, let me tell you something. I have the worst eyesight. I mean, I'm pl- practically blind, but my hearing and sense of smell is spot on. You ain't got kids, you. but you got that mother hearing and yeah, sniffing, uh, don't you? I definitely do. I can, I can smell that a mile away. <laughs> Through a stone wall, I can, let me tell you. So let's just throw that out there. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I would like to see the Great Depression. I really would, because, I think you know, I think you, there may be there may be aspects that I, that I just might it's, identify It's very with. good. It's very good because besides the fact that he's my friend, but I think that I... One, learning the stuff about him I had no idea about, I didn't know, and the struggle he went through, the pain he went through, through his depression, um, you know, was very interesting to me, but then he's so funny, so he had some really, really funny bits in there as well, so it's almost like you're sad, but then you're happy, then you're sad, then you're happy, you go through like a little range of emotions, it's very well done, it's done by Judd Apatow, nice. um, and uh, so it's it's very well done, I hope this brings him the success he deserves because he's a good person um he's very funny and i've known him such a long time and i love him dearly and uh i hope that he gets the success he deserves because he's worked very hard well, very very hard and you for know 30 what? years almost, you know? yeah, oh, and there you go you know you get these time. people who say well here's so and so the fill in the blank entertainer you know comedian um you know magician you know actor um, singer, whatever, musician. Uh, well, here's so-and-so, the uh, overnight success. Well, they don't realize that so-and-so's like, you know, 50 years old or 48 years sure. old and been doing this since they've been 18 years old. Right. Trying and, to trying to make a little something, you know, for themselves. Yeah, and Gary is, is in his 50s, early 50s. So he's, and there you have it. Yeah, so and he's been, he dropped out of college to do, to do this. Right on. That's what he did. So it's just... Uh, I want you to watch it. I'm sure that through the years, I mean, he's had to slug it through the various comedy clubs and whatnot, scraping by. But, you know, as he got better and more notoriety, you know what? Um, Even like Artie Lang, okay? Here's a guy who, to me, and I'm not in that circle, clearly, but to me, you know, I I wouldn't necessarily call him the A-plus list of comedians. I'd call him a high B-plus 
into the A category, you know, for a variety of reasons, but he's not like top shelf. He's not like, okay, before we got weird, he's not like the Cosbys, the the, oh, Car no. the Carlins, and and, uh, and so forth. You well, know? Eddie Murphy's going back to stand-up. I heard line. that. I Oof. heard that. And not like Eddie Murphy Oof. back 35 years ago. Yeah, I do, but you know, I, I want to see but, that. But here's a guy, Trace, who will go and do one set yeah. for like 90 minutes, maybe two hours, like 10, 15 years ago, and get 80 grand. Sure. What? Yeah. Yep. That's really, and and he's doing this, you know, several times a month. I don't know if he still is. I think he's back. He was he was in bad shape physically and, and with the yeah, drugs and stuff. Yeah, he goes back and forth. Yeah. But he, I think he's I think I he's back and okay. He lost a lot of weight, mm. and I think he's back at it. But how does it? So even know. if even if he's not like you know um, Ron White, Jeff Foxworthy, George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, Good Bill Cosby status, mm. okay. He may just be killing it in his own right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, just, I, I, hope, I hope this is where he needs to go. He's touring, too. He's doing some shows in New Jersey. and I'm trying to remember what. I'll let you know that what the need, venue is. That maybe. Need to see. Yeah, he's very good, and uh, he he he's you can uh, you can look him up on YouTube too. He's a lot of good, Absolutely. and it's actually his bit about uh, about abbreviations of uh, states is actually the most popular is is the most downloaded comedic bit. Um, they said something nice. like that, so it's very nice. good. So you'll, we'll have to look that up. But uh, congratulations to to Gary for uh, the Great Depression. HBO, which I'm sure is HBO. showing it over and over again, but. Of course. So what, what's uh, what's up for you? What's what's your agenda? I Are got, you going to PA I this weekend? Why? Because I'm just not. you're not. Because I went last week. So? last week. So? So I got things to do around here. Oh, know. wow. Okay. What do you have Anything else? That <laughs> 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 I've been out there three out of the last four weekends and I'm tired of it. What? That's enough already. So what are you gonna do this weekend? I don't know. My buddy and my buddy and me, who I've known since first grade, his birthday is today. Happy birthday! Right, Michael. Michael, Michael. in there. I'm sorry, Michael Seacard on uh, on Facebook. His birthday is today. Mine I think is he's on my friend on Facebook. S I C A R D. I think he friended me. Anyways, go ahead. I've known him since like 1970. Um, he he and I may get together. His birthday's today. Mine's on Saturday. What? His is today. Mine's on Saturday. Your birthday's this Saturday? Yeah. What the freak? Well, it happens every year. No, I didn't know it was this Saturday. Well, now you know. It's John's birthday this Saturday, everybody. Double nickels. I don't want to be uh, I'm going to have to buy you a cake or something. I would have done it today. Uh, I for, is this Saturday? Oh, uh, happy birthday, sweetie pie. Thank you, baby. I appreciate it. So he and I may go out and, uh, you know... Have a celebratory a party. something or other. I don't know about the. I don't know. I don't know about that. It's but, my uh, friend's birthday. But you know, I mean, just, you know, I gotta, I gotta make sure Johnny, everything Johnny. is uh, stocked up at the house. You know, because dad, dad's even like, hey, you know, we got it. We're kind of running low on stuff. Yes, dad, I know. I'm, Happy I'm gonna go. birthday, Johnny. Oh, This is why I don't say anything because it's, it's your birthday. You say it's your birthday. No, 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 no. It's my birthday too, yeah. And dig this. Happy birthday. My sisters? Yeah. 
my older of the two sisters, yeah. her birthday's on Sunday. <gasps> Happy birthday Melanie. to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I'm glad it's your birthday, my friend. Yeah. You're a good person. Happens every year, so I mean, it's oh, bound, to, bound to roll around again. Whether or not I'm on the planet, that's right. still going to happen. All right, we're going to go. Rock October 12th. Hey, we're, right. not, we're not doing the show too loudly for you out there, are we? It's over. Oh, right. <laughs> All right, well, All right, I'm teaching enough. Friday. I'm subbing on Friday. I'm teaching on Saturday. Uh, what am I doing? I'm going somewhere else on Sunday, I think. I don't remember. But anyway, that's it. Okay. That's all. It's enough. You said enough. You that's said all it all. That's all she wrote. And uh, we love you guys. Happy right. birthday, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and with that, Gino, cue the music because we are gone. We'll see you next time in Real Town. Bye. Oi. Oh. Oi, oi. Happy birthday, Johnny T. It's your birthday. It's really cool. Happy birthday, Johnny T. Happy birthday to you. 